control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us granted But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary About to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me Josh, you're a genius. Woo! We back. Wow. I think this part I say the planet is back. Maybe like too many times. You think so? Yeah, I feel like it goes on kind of kind of long. Like I'm still saying it. It's a good tag. Then that, then that come on is back. Yeah, that's that's where it ends right there. Here we go. And this is the part where we start talking. This right is here. the the ramp out. Then we go. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Planet Platypus. What's up, Josh? I am Josh Fiore. I am DJ Platypus. I am Josh Fiore. <laughs> You're Bobby Mack. Oh, oh, so my, my bad. Line, line. <laughs> I am Bobby Mack. I'm Bobby Mack. That was yes. good. That was yeah. good. How are we doing, gentlemen? Good, man. Good. Uh, kind of a <laughs> crazy show ahead of us today. <laughs> this is What's the so only, funny? This is the only room of DJs you can say the word line, and it means what I meant it to mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So we have a crazy show uh, planned uh, this, uh, this week. We've got uh, Dave Manick. From ED Publications. I like to call him Metal Manic. Metal Manic, or Pink Pantera, as Bobby <laughs> Pink likes Pantera, to call him. As, as he's known on the streets. And uh, he's going to come on the show, and it's nomination time. Very exciting time for That's us. That's right. For our industry. Award season is upon us. Oh, yeah. We're two, two months away. Smell the saltiness in the air. You think so? <laughs> oh, you think know, some people are going to be salty? It, it happens every time. It does. It yeah. does. But Dave's going to come on, and he's going to announce certain categories. Uh, we're, we have the exclusive, which is kind of cool, right? That's, that's really good. That's so awesome. um, we used to do that back in the day oh, yeah. in the uh, Planet Platypus Network. Yeah. And Dave would come on, and he would read an hour-long list of you know all the regional clubs and everything. We're not going to do quite that. What we're going to do is... Uh, more or less the people categories. So the, you know, uh, we have one entertainer of the year that the people get to choose. We already know two of them because they are the East and West winners of the EDIs, the Exotic Dancer Invitational. And um, so we have one more of those. And then there's the Employee of the Year, the DJ of the Year, the General Manager of the Year. And... Um, the overall club of the year is a big category too. So oh, we yeah. want to know who the final nominations are. And then And then. And then we have and then. And then porn star Romy Rain is oh, gonna wow. show us. Um, absolutely gorgeous, huge, huge name in porn. She hosted the AVN Awards show last year. I uh, can't wait to get her on the line. I've never met her. I've never spoken to her. So I have a ton of questions, as I'm sure uh Bobby does as well, because last night uh I'm I'm talking back and forth with Bobby on Facebook. We're, we're private chatting. Bobby's like, I think she did superhero porns. And you should check about this. Check about that. Okay, I'm not the only one doing a little research tonight or homework, as I like to call it. Bobby yeah. was actually doing some homework too. So, nice. so uh, Romy Rain will will be in, and then um, you have another song. Now, first of all, before we wrap this up, last week's song, yeah, brilliant, phenomenal, big, big hit. Big hit. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> a lot of feedback. Yeah. People loved it. Yeah, it, was it was a two-hitter. It was a two-hitter. It was yeah. a two-hitter. Yeah. Two-hitter quitter. And, and, and I've listened to the show probably two, three times back. And to me, that was the highlight of the show last week. And, and that's a big statement considering Rochelle Ryan was telling taking virginity stories and <laughs> yeah you know yeah, i mean like yeah, there was yeah, yeah. it was a great i think our best show yet 
Uh, it's gonna be tough to top, but um, it was it was really great. But that that ability to just come out and smack you in the face with some unbelievable hip hop parody yeah. was very impressive. Yeah, Josh. we're gonna be hopefully we're gonna, we're gonna shoot to do one every week about something, even if it's ridiculous. I which, am which, really looking forward to this week. Yeah, is there any little tease you can give us about this week's song? Um, well, I'll tell you this: I got a couple of uh, messages from Jeb. Jarrell of Panda and Elon Fong of Panda about mm-hmm. my charting. Yeah. And so I, I'm just going to go ahead and play those messages for you guys later. So you just, <laughs> okay. All right. Just, we'll just leave it at that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back with uh, executive publisher of ED Publications, David Maddock, and he's going to tell us about the final noms list. Nice. If you are in the Miami area, you must check out Tootsie's Cabaret. Tootsie's is a 90,000-square-foot mega club with over 100 entertainers nightly. Tootsie's is the best party in Miami seven days a week. Check out TootsiesCabaret.com for any and all upcoming events in the future. From our award-winning wings to our sports bar, there is always something good going on at Tootsie's. Tootsie's is a proud title sponsor for Planet Platypus. TootsiesCabaret.com. The time is now. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. And we're back, everybody. Nice. Nice. That was a heck of a break. I got to tell you something before we get to Dave. Um, we called to get, you know, we called the office of ED Publications to get it set up. And I just want to give a shout out to Teresa who answered the phones. Normally, Caroline answers the phones and there's banter. And I go back and forth and we kind of goof around. I, I'll, I'll use some kind of a fake voice. I've done like an Arnold Schwarzenegger before. I've done a disgruntled stripper before. Uh, all sorts of different things. And Caroline and I kind of have this running gag. Well, Teresa is definitely not Caroline. They're com- two completely different people. And um, yeah, when, she was not amused by She was not at amused all, no. at all no. by my entertainment, no. and, which is which is kind of messed up because I'm the director of entertainment for our company, and I can't even entertain Teresa. So no. that is something to work on as we look forward to Expo in Las Vegas. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Expo, we have Mr. Expo on the phone right now. And I'm talking about none other than the uh, executive publisher of Exotic Dancer Publications, the guy who is behind the scenes, who runs everything, and our personal friend of Planet Platypus, the one and only Mr. Dave Manick. Yeah. What's up? Dave, how are you, Hey, uh, just good. And just FYI, nothing... Nothing impresses or entertains Teresa basically ever. So um, you, if you got if you got her to talk to you for even like a minute, that's you should consider yourself, you know, to be blessed. Well, we got honor. a good two minute conversation so. out of her, but she did call me creepy within the first minute. So you know, <laughs> yeah, par but for the course. We, we're going to keep that and put that in like our bonus footage when like we're all long, like long gone the out of the industry because she'll kill me if I if I post it, but. Anyway, Dave, are you wearing a pink shirt right now? 
No, I am not wearing a pink shirt. But, you know, real men wear pink, just, just so you guys That's are aware. Fact. Real men wear pink. That is men who are confident in their sexuality wear pink. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I'm just yeah. backing him up because that night I happen to wear a pink tie, so I'm in the same boat as he is. So, so Dave, well, yeah. uh, we, have, yes, uh, we have a couple lists. We're not going to go over every single list because there's so many different club. Ch- uh, there's club chain of the year. Then there's club of the year north, south, east, west, and different markets and different regions. So we decided it's probably better to just have you kind of go over the list of nominees for the individual awards, and then we'll hit like the overall club of the year. So which one are we going to do? I'll let you pick. Which one? Which uh, list do you want to do first? Okay, we'll do the DJs last. Let's do um, you know what we consider probably whether well, the two marquee awards because they're the ones presented the very last of the award shows. So you've got overall club of the year mm-hmm. is the second to the last award of the night, and we always do the overall entertainer of the year as the final award of the night. So, Which we already know two um, of because Justice you, won yes. the West and Charzane won the East. Yeah, so, and just as a very, very quick recap, um, when we started the EDI, the first year of it was uh, 2015, 14. I'm trying to lose track. It's our sixth year now. But we we instituted this new thing where the winner of each EDI, the West and the East would be an automatic entertainer of the year nominee. And if the girl who was the reigning entertainer of the year won that contest and then the first runner up would, would then take the spot. So yes, uh, justice won the EDI West at the bucks, uh, bucks clubs in Dallas, Fort Worth and Charzane just won the EDI East at the, uh, the pony club in Memphis, at Jerry's club, Jerry Westland's club. So there's your two. So um, the third girl, um, and just so everybody's clear, you know, we the the third girl. There's a, and aside from the prenom votes, which you know that's that that factor is obviously made as a you know big time into the decision. But the other criteria that's for entertainer of the year that existed before there ever was the EDI, the criteria was showgirl features that are booked the most, booked and rebooked. You know what I mean? Like the right. girls who are out there every week getting booked and rebooked. And, you know, just kicking ass on the road with bookings, like constantly over the pre- preceding 12 months. That being the case, when you take the prenom votes and you take how many bookings she's had over the last 12 months and you take her, even her performance at the EDI all into account, the third nominee for entertainer of, this, uh, of the year this year is Bill Zora. Wow. Oh, wow. Bill Zora. Nice. Okay, good. Big show. Beautiful girl. Gorgeous. Tons of bookings, like he said, rebookings. Um, she hits all markets. Uh, love that. Great. The people. I think the people got it right. That's yep, a good. And she was the. F- she was the first runner up at the EDI West as well this year. Mm-hmm. She was the first runner up and did extremely well uh, out in Dallas. So we put all those things together, and um, she fits. She hits all the marks uh, that we're looking for for that criteria for Entertainer of the Year. Got a lot of support in the prenoms as well. Um, so. You know, and we, you know, just so everybody's clear, you know, I've, I've had girls, I have, I've had house girls get prenom votes for entertainer of the year. So if, if I went with like, if, if somebody, you know, some house girl somewhere got a hundred people to vote for in the prenoms, that doesn't mean she would be an entertainer of the year nominee. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, we, we got to be realistic about this. So, um, you know, so there's a lot of criteria into account. So yes, Bill Zora is the third nominee for entertainer of the year. All three girls are performing at the awards show which uh, is at the Chris Angel Theater. And it's like pretty much a brand new theater. Uh, Platt has seen it. Um, Beautiful. It's, it's, it just opened in, uh, in December. It's used almost exclusively for Chris Angel's magic show. 
but we are using it for our award show this year, and that's on Tuesday, August 13th during Expo. And, of course, you want to get your tickets um, at our website or by calling us, and our website's theedexpo.com. So got to plug that. And then, of course, you can always call us. Call, talk to Teresa. Just call. Just yeah. say, hey, Teresa, how <laughs> you doing? Don't That'll go really well for you. creepy <laughs> when you call Teresa. Just just a little FYI. Okay, Dave, we're at the overall club of the year, which is the biggie. Um, this that is, is. This is the biggest award in our industry. There are a ton of amazing clubs. And so there's only three nominees for Entertainment of the Year? That's it, because only there three are. perform on the stage at the award show. So okay. that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've had three for the past couple of years. I mean, we've had we had years back in the way back in the day where we had six. But yeah. you know, we just we can't have a three hour award show, as it's, you guys can understand. Nobody really wants is. that. So we have the three now. So yes, overall club of the year, we have ten nominees Ooh. and wow. uh, the crites and it's we've had ten, I think basically since way, way back in the day. What what happened would be the club that got the most votes in their region ended up being club of the year, but at a certain point we decided to create a new category called Club of the Year, where we would take clubs that have frequently won their regions or have frequently been nominated in their regions or maybe just had a just a above average, a way above average year, and we created a singular category for the overall Club of the Year. So that being the case, these are the 10 clubs nominated for overall Club of the Year this year. All right, first, the Hustler Club in New Orleans the Cloakroom Gentlemen's Club in Washington, D.C., the Ocean Gentlemen's Club in Chicago, the Penthouse Club in New Orleans, the Pony Club in Memphis, Sapphire Gentlemen's Club in Las Vegas, Scarlet's Cabaret in Hallandale Beach, Scores Gentlemen's Club in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is near Charlotte, Spearmint Rhino in Dallas, and The Dollhouse in Myrtle Beach. Wow. And those are your close. 10, my friends. That That's a deep that's list. Stiff Tough competition call. right there. I mean, mind you, I'm biased as hell. Tootsie's yeah, right. that list. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. take take my personal uh, bias out of it. That is a deep list. Yeah, I mean, man. you've got Binger's Club in New Orleans. Yeah. Fantastic. I've been, I've been in, I think, One of my eight clubs. of those clubs. Um, you got Jerry Westland's Club. Jerry Westland's Club, uh, which you were just at. Yeah. Uh, that's a deep list, man. Scarlet's is a beast you know um that, wow that's that's a that's a good list that's yeah. a really good list dave yeah. like anybody can well, take that know, i've never been to yeah, that ocean at, club but i heard it's gorgeous. oceans is good it's, yeah it's, i heard it's, it's beautiful club. yeah nice yeah. Uh, right by midway airport yeah yeah so i mean you're talking about clubs that again have been nominated in their region met multiple times won their region um, had had particularly really strong years this year. I mean, this is yeah, you're right. This any club could win this category, um, and that's why it's important for the clubs to you know let people know about their nomination, and get you know get people out there to vote. So, yeah. you know, voting voting matters. Voting counts. And if you want to get your people, you know, get them to rally behind something. Get your staff to rally behind something. It's it's kind of a cool way to get uh, people, you know, rallying behind your club and and get your staff excited about something. So yeah, yeah congrats to our uh, ten. Penthouse and Hustler, New Orleans. I mean, that's going to be a little rivalry going. Yeah, on. it's 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 yeah. weird when there's the two in yeah. the same like you know market. Yeah, they're on the same block basically. Uh, are they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I think they're pretty much down the street from. I mean, they yeah. they are down the street from each other. If you remember from the pub yeah. crawl, yeah, uh, the pub down. crawl started at started at Penthouse, and I think the second club on the crawl was Hustler. It was Hustler? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, they are on the same street. 
wow, we should like make that one of our shows. That'll be the really next parody song. Do like a rivalry between do a the rap two. beef. <laughs> That's something for future reference. Yeah. Okay, who's who's your next list, Dave? Well, we can move on to the. Why don't we do um, general manager? Okay, we'll okay. hit general manager because I know you want to hit the staff awards. Yeah. Um, so general manager of the year, of course. Um, you know, I will say that the categories that we got the most pre-nom support or pre-nom voting in were the staff categories. I mean, I think we got probably four times as many nominations in general manager and employee and DJ than we got in any of the club categories. So it's kind of cool to see people are really rallying behind individuals that they want to see get some recognition more so than than just clubs, I think, which is kind of cool. I mean, the people are really beh- rallying behind their friends and coworkers and trying to get them s- some support on the prenom. So a mm-hmm. um, lot, of, lot of votes on the prenoms for, for the staff awards this year. Great. So uh, general manager of the year. Here are your 10 nominees in this category. Uh, Ann Kessler from the Hustler Club in New Orleans. Charlie Castro from the Vivid Club in New York City. Darren Mabry from the Gold Club in Charlotte. Jim Bicandi Bicandi from Spearmint Rhino in Boise. John Miller from the Penthouse Club in New Orleans. Mario Rinaldi of Monroe's of Palm Beach. Mike Mike Watkins of Bucks Cabaret in Fort Worth. Ryan Godfrey of Silver City in Dallas. Stephanie Wilbanks of the Pony Club in Memphis. And finally, Trevor Bowen of Little Darlings in Las Vegas. Wow. Another awesome list. I'm going to call Stephanie Wilbanks on this one right now. Uh, I mean, her people love her. Dude, so I have You yet... don't think Mario's yeah, people say Mario love her? Yeah. Monroe's? Yeah, or... No, you're right. You're right. Mario's... It's going to be a good, a good I call. guess it's just because I've just recently been in Stephanie's world, and it's just like, it's so rare. Sometimes you go to a club, and they all hate their they hate their managers. They hate and their staff. These people, like, worship the ground this lady walked on. So. Miller over at Penthouse New Orleans is no joke either. Yeah. I mean, like, that, no, that's, you're a, right. that's a deep list, too. They wow. A lot of votes. This all, is cra- all all of, all of them are going to get a lot of votes. I don't even know if I could rank that list. Yeah, and I again like the the, the club list. I probably know eight of the ten personally. Uh, we, you know, um, we've got Silver City on that list too. For for uh, there there's uh, it's a that's a big list. That is really good. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's yeah. another anyone can win, Dave. Yeah, I mean, there's no clear cut favorites uh, so far, but wow. All right, who's next? What's next? Well, we'll move on to employee of the year. Uh, this category is a, is sort of a catch-all um, in the sense that if it's not a general manager and it's not a DJ, then it falls here. And that could be everything from a, a day manager to a house mom to uh, someone who works in the office or accounting or a bartender, waitress. I mean, any any staff member that really is not a general manager or a DJ falls into the employee of the year category. Now, I don't mean to interrupt here, Dave, but since it's such a hodgepodge of different staff members and things like that, have you ever thought of renaming the award maybe after the first recipient that's ever <laughs> won the award? Or <laughs> uh, Who might that be? I wonder why you might be asking that question. So. Well, I mean, you know, I, of course, DJ Platypus is the very <laughs> first ever employee of the year. So, yeah. uh, Which, by the way, Dave, not for nothing, all jokes aside is is one of in my one of my greatest achievements in my professional career that award literally gets polished every single day and sits high atop a shelf in my office uh in the center point of the room because 
it's it's one of my proudest self accomplishments next to our club of the year and, and overall club of the year awards um i i really it meant the world to me and they, and they got me good too man they they I had no idea I won because I wasn't even on the nom. That, it was one of those things where I was shocked and that was surprised. A, that was an insane year. That was so awesome. They had just introduced the award, and I'm like, they had some DJ name on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. And then and Ronnie Mund, Ronnie the limo driver, was like announcing. He's like, it's DJ Platypus. And I'm like, what? Like, And I was announcing at the time, so I didn't even, like, I couldn't go make a speech. But yeah. But to this day, even talking about it, puts like goosebumps on the back of my neck because it it because I had didn't expect it, it meant that much more to me. And then that's how the award kind of started. So it was like uh and it was just at the time where I was just starting to get into um with the working with the expo and you know Rick's had just purchased Tootsies not too long before and it was just my whole life was changing at that point and I was going into the direction where I, I'm at now. A little validation. It it, it it was not so much validations, not so much of a validation as it was um, just being recognized by certain people that I wanted to impress. And and it was like, hey, you're doing, you know, so yes, it was validation, but not an overall generalization validation as much as it was Don and Dave saying, Platt, you're part of this family. And, you know, it it was a big deal to me personally. So it it really was. So who's nominated for a Platty this year? There you go. (laughs) The the Platty. The the DJ Platypus Video Vanguard Award. (laughs) (laughs) So who's up for uh, Employee of the Year, Dave? Okay, Employee of the Year. We'll start with Adam Ross, manager at Scarlet's Cabaret. Right. In Allendale Beach. Uh, Shelly Knight, house mom at Gold Club in Charlotte. Uh, Courtney Miller, manager at Club Babes in Atlanta. Deanna Lapointe, the shift manager at Little Darlings in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to kill this guy's last name, McGabe Muskies, manager at Spearmint Rhino in Dallas. Greta Torres, accounting at the Bucks Clubs in Texas. Heaven, the house mom at Pony Club Memphis. Uh, Jonas Hare, manager at the Penthouse Club in Tampa. Ray Vega, a manager at the Library in Anaheim, California. And finally, Sally Chu from the front office at Tootsie's in Miami. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> now, I can personally attest to two of these people on the list because they're, uh, you know, from from Rick's, uh, well, from Tootsie's and Scarlet's. Adam from Scarlet's is fantastic. Customer service skills, like you can't believe. Uh, hardworking, loyal, everything you want in an employee. Adam is that guy. Amazing. Sally Chu, we all know. Bobby, you know Sally Chu. Absolutely. Sally is one of two people that um, sit in the back of the house and handle all of the paperwork for Tootsies, all of the accounting. Yeah, she's incredible. She and just the most incredible, sweetest, genuine human being you have ever met completely deserves this and she's so humble it's not gonna go to her head same with adam those are the two people i can speak for because i work with them you know the rest of the list i i I don't know quite as well as the other lists i'll step so far i'll step in right now and tell you that having the house mom from memphis pony you're gonna have a battle on your hands because this is one of those house moms where all the girls will cut your throat if you speak ill about yeah like that you know 
not even one of the girls hates her. Like, they all, like, step right forward. In fact, they're the first to introduce you to her. Don't let them hear you say anything bad about her. Yeah. She not only took care of her entire house, but she took care of us, too. Like, when we showed up, she took care of all our girls and gave... I mean, she was just... She was on point. So That's you got great. some stiff competition in this category this I year. hope the whole industry has fun conversations like this, you know, where there's so many people that are deserving. Right. Only one can win, you know, but it's it's that nomination, I think, is more of the validation, as you said earlier, right. Josh. Exactly. Just, right. just because there, there's so many deserving Just to be invited people. to the table. Yeah, it's the, a big deal. Yeah. You know, these lists are great yeah. so far. Yeah. Who, who, who do you got next, Dave? This is awesome. Well, I got. I want to hit. Uh, there's a particular club region where I think uh, at least you know one of you guys there should be uh, interested in hearing the nominee. Oh. So that's Club of the Year South. <laughs> the Dirty South. Tootsie's got a nom. Let's 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 hear the nomin. Let's hear the nominees, Tootsies? shall we? All right, here we go. Deja Vu in Nashville. Okay. Uh, the Furnace in Birmingham, Alabama. The Gold Club. In Charlotte, eleven in Miami, the Pony Club in Huntsville, Alabama, Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach, the Treasure Club in Myrtle Beach, and finally, Bob's Crab Shack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Say no, it. the final not Say it. <laughs> the fi- <laughs> is Tootsie's Cabaret. Yeah. Hey, the final nominee. So all you other you clubs Club are going down. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, I mean that in all fun-loving spirit. Yeah. Um, so another, another rivalry one, Josh. Tootsie's in 11 in the same yeah. market. And yeah. uh, and Rhino down, you know, about uh, 60 yeah, miles Point. north of us. So, uh, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, that'll be a fun little rivalry. Yeah, I'm going to throw rocks. I'm going to throw rocks at Dennis Degory's car. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a really bad idea. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I like the Degories. Well, no, yeah. everybody gets along. I mean, it's it's you know back in the old days, it, it, it was a lot. Um, it was a little more uh, brash when it came to rivalry with yeah. clubs. I, and since I've been down Miami, from what I see, anyway, it's just like a big love fest. Everybody gets along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah everybody. Yeah. We all support each other. I, 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 if Club Eleven does great business, that's good for my business. If Scarlet's is doing great, it's great for us. I mean, everybody in our. You know, I think the climate we're in, everybody's got to get together, and and you know everybody's fighting these lawsuits and That's stuff like that. That's the thing. There's so a way bigger gotta, cause right. than us exactly. now. You know what I mean? And it, it brings all the clubs together. That's great. A- again, another great list. Anyone who wins on that list, uh, I would not be upset. I'm totally lying. I want Tuzzies <laughs> to win. Are you kidding me? Okay, Dave, okay, so. I appreciate you throwing that Club of the Year South in there because you knew I was curious. I want to the most controversial list of all. It always is. <laughs> Somehow, it always ends up being controversial. You know, um, Dave not, not the entertainer awards. Not, no. No, not, not the, the entertainer awards. It's not the club of the year award. Not the drunken customer it's, award. <laughs> no, it's the DJ of the year award. It always creates the most controversy. You know, to the point where I almost considered not doing it anymore, just because the batshit insanity that ensues when we announce nominees. It's like really. You know, I mean, I appreciate the the passion, but it's like, you know, <laughs> well, there's you still got to narrow this a line it, there, you, dude. I get. I'm telling you, there's probably, and I'm not exaggerating, at least 100 guys were nominated and girls. At least 100 were nominated wow. for DJ of the Year, and mm-hmm. you got to narrow that down to 10. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> you know, I mean, and you're seeing names you've never seen before and ones you see every year, and it's like, you know, you're trying to serve all, all people. You can't win and, either and way. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really screwed. It's just, it's, it's, it's it is a no-win situation. It's fun, so, it's you fun know. to know that this is hate mail week for him. <laughs> it is hate mail week for him, isn't it? <laughs> all right. Okay, so. Uh, Hit us. Go all for right, it. so DJ of the year. Okay, we have Anthony Binger Baleo, Penthouse yeah, Club Bing. in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, Dave, uh, David Hume with Bucks Cabaret in Fort Worth. Nice. David, Holm. David Holm. David Holm. 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 I'm sorry for pronouncing that incorrectly. Okay. We have a lady on our list, and I forget. I, I was told her, her real name, but she goes by DJ Max from Spearmint Rhinos, California Girls in Anaheim. So we have a lady on the list. Yeah, unknown. Uh, Douglas Lima with Shadow Cabaret in Pompano Beach. Uh, Dylan Boyd with Rick's Cabaret. Yeah. Yeah. The Boyd. Uh, Kevin Kessler with Booby Trap in Pompano Beach. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Swigert with Michael's Men's Club yes. in Swaggle. Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, Mike Barber with the Fox Gentleman's Club in Bath, Pennsylvania. Uh, Nick Stobaugh, who is with Deja Vu Corporate and Little Darlings in Las Vegas. And finally, Stacey Wiggins with Christie's Cabaret in Brunswick, Ohio. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. Very deserving. Yeah. That, that's a good list. That's another good list. Binger. Binger. And then... Uh, Jimmy. J- uh, who? Jimmy Swaggart. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Jimmy Swaggart. Uh, so <laughs> Swaggle. Swaggle. And then Jeremy. Binger. Binger. And then Dylan Boyd. Yeah, it's man. his time. I mean, that's that's some tough competition. Yeah, man. Stacy's deserve... Everybody on that list, except the, the female I didn't know. The female DJ. I don't think I've ever met her or... Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard. Either. I don't think she's even in the panda groups or not that I know of. But the name that, that was I'm the only that was the only name on the list that uh, I wasn't familiar with at all. So, hmm. well, it's good to I have like fresh. That. You know, we want to see some fresh faces in yeah. there, and you know, it's nice to have a, a lady represented amongst all of this testosterone. Well, so. we got to get her on the show. So, if you have a contact for her, I'd like to like that would be a good interview. I think totally. The, is is, I, I is she the first no, uh, female nominee in that category? Um, Gotta be. I don't Unless Shana think... was on there once, maybe. Maybe Shanna or um, uh, Kira, right? Could be, yeah. I think that was... Those are Kira may have they were at least nominated. Awards, I don't maybe. know if they made it. Those to... were the Panda ones, though. I don't know yeah. if they ever made the nom for ED. Huh. I'm not... I'm not off the top of my so, head, I am not sure. Either way, though, I'd like to meet her and get her yeah. some exposure, too, because the rest of the guys don't need our help. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Does, does any of those DJs need help getting you know, e- you know, exposure? I don't think so. Nah. Um, that's great, though, man. Great lists. Yeah. Wow. Before we wrap it up, uh, any sponsors, anybody you want to plug for the actual expo itself? I, I know we've got some title sponsors and, and things of that nature. So um, any shout-outs you want to give? Maybe even a Don Wake yeah. shout-out? I would, yeah, I would, I would like to say, uh, first of all, you know, the award show is is a fun night. We have a really good comedian this year with Chris DiStefano. DiStefano is his last name. He's like a Comedy Central star. He's got a couple specials on Comedy Central. Uh, check him out on YouTube. He's funny. Um, he's he's going to be a blast. So I want you know everybody come to the award show this year. Uh, we'll have, of course, Patron is a brand education partnership with Patron, so it's kind of cool that they've come on board. We really appreciate the support of uh, Patron as a brand education partner with the award show. So get your tickets for the award show. Um, 
and you know we we have uh, you know a host of I'm trying to find the list, but I want to make sure because if I think one title sponsor, I have to yeah, thank all thank the title all. sponsors. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I want I do want to thank our title sponsors: uh, Penthouse Club, uh, Deja Vu, Spearmint Rhino, The Pony Clubs, Bucks Cabaret, Rick's Cabaret, Mal Entertainment, Shadow Cabaret, and Eleven Miami. All our title sponsors, and we might have a couple coming on soon, um, and a couple more, which I can't announce unless they're official. But we have a couple more, and then. We have uh, event sponsors. I also want to list uh, gentclubshirts.com, sponsors of the EDI. They do fantastic club shirts. If you need club shirts, you're crazy if you don't go to Gent Club Shirts. And I'm saying that because they have like 200 designs on their website that you can literally pick and then modify for your club. So love those guys. Glass Tender, Club Babes Atlanta, Alpha Carpet, um, Strip Joints, Bob, friend, good friend, uh, Religion Tequila, and Club Control Systems. We have a lot of good sponsors. And real quick on the expo, I know you got to call Romy Rain, um, and I don't blame you for kicking me out because just, <laughs> you know, just, for, just let her know I think she has a great ass. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> well, just, oh, I'll tell her. Get out there. Romy has a great ass. Um, but yeah, the, the expo this year, of course, a lot, uh, August 11th to the 14th, we're at Planet Hollywood, Vegas. We have our first ever certification seminars for club staff. That means your club staff is getting certified in spe- very specific areas of club training, which are really important. Um, we want you know want you guys to be there for that because you're leaving with something tangible, being certified in some training, and um, you know the expo is going to be a blast, man. It always is. People just come to, ha- to see people they only see once a year, and, and if that's the only reason you come, it's still a good reason to come. You know, celebrate the industry. Let's all come together and celebrate each other. And most importantly, Dave, tell them how they can vote. Voting should, by the time this show is heard, voting should be live at the edawards.com. So I'm, I'm expecting that by Wednesday afternoon, the, the voting website is live, theedawards.com, and I believe the site will be up until July 8th. So that gives you just under two weeks to get your vote uh, counted, be heard, get your vote out there, promote, um, and you know, let's, get, let's get some people voting and you know, get behind your nomination. If you were nominated, congratulations if you were nominated. And yeah, uh, from, from today, which is when the, the show is being heard, uh, Wednesday the 26th through July 8th, the ballot will be up at vedawards.com. Awesome. Okay, Dave. Oh, and you can... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, let, Ro- let Romy Rain know. She is... You can just, just you know, just give her this scoop. She's nominated for Adult Entertainer of the Year. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. All right, cool. We can. Uh, that's awesome. We can break we'll that tour right that. now. Yeah. Adult Entertainer go. of the Year. And then we'll put the pressure on her to make sure she comes to Expos so that Dave can gawk at her ass and we can get some <laughs> blackmail photos <laughs> of Dave gawking at her gawk. ass and send no, them to Teresa. I don't gawk. I never gawk. You've I never admire. gawked? I don't gawk. You are so I full admire. of shit <laughs> right now. You've never gawked. Come on. I admire. I don't gawk. There's a distinction. Put Teresa on the phone right creepy. now. Gawking is creepy. Gawking is creepy. Dude, admiring is cool. Gawking is creepy. We have to make that distinction. So Okay. Yes. Fair enough. Fair I, admire, I admire many women's asses frequently, but gawking, I... I Try to be discreet as possible. Well. Admiring, yes, I am. A, I am a major admirer of the women's. He's being very political. Josh right gawks all the time. Yeah, I yeah. Gawk. I'm a gawk. Josh, <laughs> Josh gets caught at Target gawking. Bro, true. you're yeah. the gawk father. <laughs> gawk father. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Dave Manick, appreciate you as always uh, coming on the show, and you, you've always been a huge supporter of us. And uh, and Bobby Mack says you look great in pink. 
And um, we will definitely party at Expo this year. It's going to be a great show, and I, I really welcome everybody to uh, not only get your, if you haven't already, get your badges, but get your award show tickets because they're separate. So make sure that and yes. they sell out, and they sell out really quick. And this year's theater is so comfortable, and it's going to be such an amazing show. And I'm I'm really happy to be part of it again this year. And again, I'm I'm a little biased, but take my word for it. I've been to the last eleven expos. I can tell you for sure, this one's going to be up there. This, uh, you know, this this is going to be a great show. A lot of work's been gone into this week, and uh, we're we're pulling out a lot of little surprises. And and I, and Dave, real quick, because we really got to go, but um, let people know that you know certain club owners and certain attendees last year wanted certain things and you and Don really listened because there were some changes made from the educational platform. I just want people to understand that, that when people are critical in a professional way, it gets heard. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, there's, you, you get on social media and people just bitch and moan and complain about certain things. That's one thing, but you know, there are people that had constructive criticism and I saw that you guys made a few changes that uh, applied to that. And I, I just want to, I salute you guys for that. I really do. Well, you know, the, the, the suggestion was made to, to try to add more benefit for clubs to bring more of their staff and, and to, you know, have that, kind of uh, added reason to bring them. And, you know, we listen to that. We, we do have training in very, very specific areas of club staff, like chargebacks and club security, specifically right. use of force. Um, we have uh, leadership training. We have um, your, the, the, the DJ seminar that you're providing, um, which is, which is going to be, you know, just as much almost on the management side as anything. It's not just for DJs. It's for managers too. Sure. Um, so, you know, we're, we're training, uh, we're, we're offering training where you're going to have a certificate that says you attended this, this training seminar and that you were trained in a very specific area of club operation. So, you know, yeah, we listened and, you know, we want to provide that extra benefit to bring your staff and to, to have them walk out of there with something tangible. So we definitely listen. Well, Dave, we appreciate you, Don, and everybody in the office over there for the continuous hard work you do year-round, um, always supporting us, supporting the industry, and, um, you know, you're making our industry a better place just by, by being there in the things that you do. And, and, we, and I personally thank you. I know Bobby thinks the world of you, and Josh loves your shirts. That's true. I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, Dave, thanks. I'll get so you one. I'll get you a pink one. There yeah. you go. So, Dave, thanks so much for, uh, you know, being a good sport with everything and, and, and coming on our show and giving us the exclusive. I, I just can't thank you enough, man. Oh, absolutely. Anytime, guys. And, uh, We'll talk next time about the uh, the lingerie party where Planet Platypus is a sponsor. So let's let's talk about that one next time. I love Dave Segways better than mine. Awesome, right, man. Dave Manick, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Bye, Dave. All right, so we'll be right back after this with Romy Rain. Stay tuned. Hey, are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. Cinefoldstrips.com has you covered. Cinefoldstrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. Cinefoldstrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. Cinefoldstrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Playmates is Miami's best-kept secret. 
Great food and top-level entertainment. Playmates features events and a great menu. Check out PlaymatesClub.com for all your entertainment needs. This club is known for great customer service, not to mention it's a non-stop party. The staff is friendly, the club is beautiful, and there's never a shortage of hot entertainers. PlaymatesClub.com. The party is on. Holy shit. And welcome back, everybody. All right. I'm really excited right now, Josh. Yeah, man. Me too. And and I know Bobby's really excited, too, because we, we, we got to do some homework and we have a very special guests on the line right now. Um, and this is my favorite segment of the show because we get to find out stories. And Bobby, what's the segment called? What's your story? Exactly. Yes. So uh, last week... Things got crazy with What's Your Story. So um, I called uh, my favorite feature agent, who's uh, Danny from uh, Centerfold Strips, who we, we've had on the show. And I said, Danny, I, I need, you know, Rochelle just knocked it out of the park last week. I need somebody who's got crazy stories, who's, you know, uh, larger than life. He goes, give me five minutes. I'll call you right back. He goes, Romy Rain. So ladies and gentlemen, porn star Romy Rain. Yeah. yeah. Well, hello, boys. I love when my men are excited, so thank you. Thank oh, I you. Love her already. This is great. <laughs> so, Romy, you're from uh, Dorchester, Massachusetts, correct? Dorchester. Kid. South Boston. So, I always say South Boston. So you're a Southie. Because I've lived all around. <laughs> so you grew up a Southie, as they say, right? A little bit, yeah. I'm Italian who grew up around a lot of uh, really cool Irish guys. And unfortunately, there's not very many Irish folks in Los Angeles because I believe they would burst in the flames is the technical <laughs> term. <laughs> Aren't the Wahlburgers, uh, isn't uh, Mark Wahlberg from Dorchester, isn't that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same. I believe so, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. So, okay, so you grew up there. Um, you worked some odd jobs and then you moved to LA where you were doing mm -hmm. some service cocktail servicing, things like that. I think you worked at an ice mm -hmm. cream shop and then somehow <laughs> you found your way into the strip club scene, uh, where you Pretty became an exotic dancer. <laughs> so you're in your twenties. You're this hot Italian girl from Dorchester living in LA, going back and forth from LA to Vegas. What clubs were you working at back then? Um, well, I actually started uh, stripping like professionally at 19. Um, the wow. first club, uh, I don't really remember the first club I worked at, but uh, the club I got settled at at 19 that I was back and forth on was called Foreplay in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. uh, have you guys have heard of it? I've heard of it, yes. It's, uh, and they have like a sister club called Plan B, which is like a bikini bar. Um, I, feel like, I know, Plan B, which is smart, right? But it's like a sure. cigar bar where it's like, this is where the gentlemen go, you know. Uh, but it was a really good time. I, like, I miss the dynamics of the strip club, uh, especially being just a house dancer, like slightly anonymous. Like I was a different character every night. But yeah, I really liked it because it was a little bit more... Uh, high grade, like there was no like fingering in the back room, like girls would actually get fired for that. Right. Um, so when you work at, like you start working at a good club, I ha always had a really great uh, taste for it, no pun intended, but foreplay was my first club. And then when I would go to Vegas, I would actually work at Sapphire, the mm -hmm. big ass Sapphire club. So at what point do you get 
familiarized with the porn industry and how do you get introduced to that from being an exotic dancer house girl um, on the West Coast? I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's people that come into strip clubs to scout on the West Coast because there's so many porn companies, I would assume. But but how did you get introduced to it? Um, well, I was already a little bit of a nude model even before I got in uh, mm-hmm. to dancing. And I just kind of kept doing that. And uh, I had friends who did like a little bit of like webcam work and stuff for Playboy. So I worked a little bit for Playboy when I was really young, kind of before I started getting like pretty tatted up. And that's kind of when they started having a little falling out with me. So I would do their parties. And uh, the people at Playboy got me introduced to like, hey, what do you think about webcamming? So I started working for Playboy Live, which was a, a webcam company. And it, that was, uh, they were very kind of shishi in a funny way. You couldn't even show pink was mm-hmm. the term. Right, right. So I had to find like new innovative ways just to be like topless and amusing, which tied in very closely to stripping, I have to say. And then I started doing like little skits for Playboy TV and that kind of went into like, you know, you interested in doing girl, girl stuff and little things kind of started developing slowly from there. And then I started working for a hustler after I got two tattooed for Playboy and it all just kind of snowballed. What can I say? Snowballed into a big porn career. Cause I mean, you've had a little bit. I mean, how many, yeah. movie, how many movies titles would you say you, you have under your, your name? Oh my gosh. Well, I was just in Canada for Naked News. I was a guest correspondent for Naked News. I saw that. I saw that on your Twitter feed. (laughs) It was pretty cool because I didn't realize how cool Toronto was. Like, Mm -hmm. Toronto is like New York. You can be topless in like downtown Toronto. So I was doing like topless interviews and weed is legal, gay marriage is legal. It was, it was good time. Um, so I was just downtown interviewing people topless and one of my fans came up and said he, he knew the exact number. Now, I don't know if he's including like only fans or anything like that. I doubt he is, but apparently I've done like over 458 or something like that, oh, like wow. official, official scenes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I always knew I wanted to get into it a little bit more seriously. I did tell my last civilian, meaning like not in porn, a boyfriend before I got into porn that like, I'm going to do it if we ever break up. Cause like, I I'm like thinking about it. Cause I didn't get into porn officially until 25. So I was like dancing and like nude modeling for years and stuff before I decided to like take the plunge. And I just kind of decided to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I did some research. I like hit up some agencies and like the first couple of companies I worked for, uh, like for boy girl stuff was browsers and naughty America. And I was like, this is, just, this is fun. Yeah, and, and you're at the top like, so tier too. To it's not like you're doing some CD type porn shoots <laughs> in the back of some van or something like that. You're actually oh, with, with top production companies that, you know, uh, put a lot of money and time behind it. So it's, it's, uh, there's and, nothing seedy about it and costumes. And costumes. <laughs> and costume. She has a scene. She has a scene with Batwoman costumes. where her and Batwoman are getting it on. And I tell you what, dude, it is the stuff that dreams are made of. Yes. It is fantasy <laughs> fucking fuel. Yes. They were good costumes, though. Right. Okay, so b- Bobby's a bit of a geek, and that's an understatement. Oh, please. So Love it. Uh, is that kind of in your realm when you do these superhero themes and things of that nature? Are you because you, you sound very, very intelligent just from speaking with us right now? I mean, I'm sorry. I, no, that's great. It's actually hot for me. Do a fake accent in the strip club. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's actually a good thing uh, because, you know, all of us combined have worked in strip clubs for like 60 years. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm you know, mm-hmm. um, so to, to hear somebody 
uh, speak about that type of adult industry life, the way you're doing it is, is actually kind of hot. But going back to my question mm-hmm. is, are you kind of nerdy with certain things? Uh, is there a part of your life where you would consider yourself a nerdist as our, our resident Bobby Mack is? Ooh. Oh, no, no. I love a good nerdgasm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I did Comic-Cons before I got into like straight up porn. Like when I was still like just a stripper and a nude model, I was a booth babe for a few years. Um, I'm so into that. I still play video games. I do Twitch streams on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I'm about that life. I'm like, and I'm an RPG girl. Like my first games I was playing was Final Fantasy seven and eight. So I'm that kind wow. of like. Wow! And you're now going to be the next cause for Bobby Mac's divorce. Exciting. Bobby's really into the, the geek world. Um, Josh is a little bit more into the music, hip hop type world. Bobby started a convention for geeks in South Florida. Yeah. Here, I mean, like he's that into really? it. Really. Oh, yeah, he's really, really into it. And he's got, oh, that's awesome. you know, uh, a t shirt company that he does designs and artwork for. And, and we uh, have the Nerd News Network. So, and, and Romy, I have to oh, tell that's fabulous. you. Fabulous. I fucking love that stuff. Um, yeah, after, I feel like that stuff goes hand in hand with like what, what we do adult entertainment and video games and like geeking out and music. It's a form it's of fantasy. You know what? She's actually yeah, really onto something. Because a lot of the girls that that do costume work now that that were just going to conventions are on the same type of sites that we use, and they're yeah. they're they're earning mm-hmm. this, generating the same kind of money as as sex workers do because they're taking these yeah. elaborate, beautiful cosplay costumes that are movie quality. They're putting out photo sets the same way yeah. as adult entertainers put out photo sets. Mm-hmm. They have OnlyFans, they have Twitch, they have streamers, they have monetized YouTube channels. So yeah, they're very much in the same realm. You're like you're the dead on. Daddy's little monster Completely. shirts that you guys had put out. Yeah. From that uh what was it? Suicide <laughs> Squad? Was that yeah, the, the, the movie? The, the yeah, Harley, yeah. The Harley Quinn uh shirt from Suicide Squad. We saw a, a and no one was really hip on that movie when it first leaked. And we saw that shirt and I said, you know what? With all the Harley fans that are on the world, that's going to be the hottest shirt in the world. We made them. Oh, yeah. And like every stripper like sought and you out. Bro, we sold out so fast. Every stripper had, was Harley we for back, Halloween. We year. were back ordered Hell from yeah. Brazil, Paris, <laughs> all these other countries. We wound up buying out the manufacturer who makes the sports jersey that mm-hmm. the shirt goes on. Right. And we still sold out. That's wow. crazy. Oh, I believe yeah. it. Entertainment makes the world go around, and like, and really, sex runs everything around us too. So, anything that people can kind of get their little filthy hands on, they're all about. We're all just creating fantasy, and the cosplay girls are the same way. In some ways, us like adult entertainers are hopping on the bandwagons that like other creators have been using for years, and just creating their own content. We can all be whatever we want to be. I just Very love cool. the way she says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you really real. can like. Do you get fantasy into- is out there just like video games? We can like it's all virtual reality. You can really do whatever you want to now. Like everything's at your fingertips. Yeah, pretty much. That's so true. Uh, Romy, when mm-hmm. when you're on film and you're acting, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously you're Man. a bit of a talker. It's not an act, baby. I swear. It's not, not an act. act. Well, that was kind of what I was getting at. So. So when you're talking dirty during a film scene and you're having these obnoxious orgasm scenes, does that transfer over into your personal life? And in, in, in the sense that when you're with a civilian, as you put it before, and you have your <laughs> civilian boyfriend and you guys are, are in, in a romantic uh, mood, do, you, do parts of actor 
Romy play into the civilian bedroom Romy? Like does how how does that work? Or is there is there a if line? You're lucky. Is there a line there where you're an actress and that's acting and you're just like every other girl in the bedroom or is it more theatrical because you have that skill set? If that makes any sense. Does that makes sense, Bobby? Yes. Okay. No, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, like am I always in like, you know, fantasy mode, like fantasy fulfillment? Yeah. I do think it, it's really fun to like play that game. I think it's a great skill because I have dated people that were kind of too insecure to like role play a little bit. And that can be so sexy, even the little, the strangers at the bar kind of style thing. Um, so I, I think I, I have, much more of an exhibitionist outlook on mm -hmm. things. I'm not afraid to try new things and I'm always down, but I hate to fake it in real life, especially like if I'm not having a good time, like I'm not being paid to fake it right. like off camera, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like, if anything, I'm a little bit more like particular when I'm not shooting, like I really want to have a good time. Um, but I'm not necessarily acting like uh, I'm probably having an even better time sometimes because I'm not like folded up in a crazy like pile driver position on the school. <laughs> I get going missionary. 50 Roto lights great, in the face. Okay? And yeah. Drilled yeah, you know what I mean? You get to be in missionary for like a solid 10 to 15 minutes, which you cannot do in a porn scene. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's always the desire to like, you know, be have not necessarily put on a show, but to enjoy it and to be so present. And I feel like if people are really being honest and being their true authentic selves, like when you're having like really great sex with somebody you're attracted to, like, don't you just want to scream a little bit and talk a little shit and like flip your hair and smack some ass and like whisper something dirty in their ear. Like, you know, you want to, Yes, I do. so I just, yeah, <laughs> you know, you want to, <laughs> but, but so it's, it kind of depends. Do you feel like the, um, all of your work in porn has desensitized you in a sense in your personal life. Um, seeing that, you know, sex becomes very mechanical when it's on film. And then, you know, do you have that on off switch or are there just times where you're just not in the mood because you did five scenes in, in the last two <laughs> weeks or I, I just, I don't know. I've never been, I, I've never been around somebody who did porn for a living to know whether or not that desensitizes you or not. You know, but that that's a good point you bring up. That is the reality in terms of, like, maybe you're too tired or sore. Like, if you're in a relationship and you just had, like, a, a very busy week, so to speak. And depending on what kind of scenes you're doing, it's kind of part of your job as a performer to maintain uh, a little bit of your, your body and your sex mm -hmm. drive. And for men, too, this is an interesting problem that a lot of guys have in relationships. Because think about it, like, even for some of, like, the the most well-trained cocks on the planet, there's only so many loads you can bust before you need, like, you know, a tuna salad just, sandwich. It's true, it's though. In, like, dust. a nap. It's you true, know what though. I mean? Yeah, no, so, I totally know so, what you mean. So there's, like, a lot of guys in the industry that they have to be careful with how much, you know, they have sex with their spouses, even people who are dating other performers. Like, you kind of almost do have to be like, hey, babe, sorry, like, I can't fuck you, like, all night long tonight because... You know, I have a DP scene tomorrow, and it sounds kind of <laughs> silly, but that's that's a part of the reality. You know, my my body and my health and my ability. I always say my job is to have the sex people wish that they could have on like a daily basis. So right. that's part of why I'm supposed to be high energy and feel really good. But yeah, to an extent, it it can be a little hard to have a relationship if 
the other person isn't kind of aware that you almost you do have to save a little bit of your your sexual energy sometimes. So on the set, what is the craziest mm-hmm. story that you can tell me that has happened to you? Like if you were oh talking to a civilian about <laughs> the craziest thing you ever saw on a porn set, what would that be? Um, oh gosh. Well, you know, I mean, I've seen so many uh, beautiful women like fall over the backs of couches naked while trying to be in very sexual, beautiful positions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, honestly, nothing crazy, crazy. I've heard of more crazy stories where people not being able to control bodily functions and things happen everywhere. I try to be a very, very prepared person so i don't usually have some of the same <laughs> not be able to control bodily function yeah. see which yes. girl is she talking about she's yeah. covering herself right now by yeah. saying that like i've never pooped yeah. myself on the set <laughs> yeah that's what i'm waiting <laughs> for no, that no, yeah, story just so everybody knows but that's a pretty common occurrence and that's the thing too i like to try to like debunk some of uh the rumor the reason there are crazy stories is because people try to lie and act like everything's always peachy keen jelly bean and like girls buttholes are trained no girl's asshole is trained to put like eight different cocks in there at a different time (laughs) i don't care what these girls say the amount of people that i've like heard and seen prolapsing like you know i've seen buttholes come out on set and that's a little bit jarring of an experience but some people are okay with that. It's like some people love that. Um, I've seen, you know, milk come shooting out of girls' butts, uh, gummy shark. <laughs> butt milk. Uh, you know, whatever. I think I was probably involved in the gummy shark scene, so whatever, it's fine. Um, so, no, I mean, I'm gosh, I'm sure there's there's more if people would, like, jar my memory. But you got to be careful. Oh, oh, my God. I've seen, like, silly things like watching a girl drink, like, six bottles of water before a squirt scene. Uh, which people love talking about that female ejaculation is real but the gushing waterfall squirt that you see in like the popularized movies of Mm -hmm. now that's a direct result of like water loading that poor girl was like drowning herself in fluids to make that liquid not be yellow Um, so you're you're saying that it's actual (laughs) I'm just going off that 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 is actual (laughs) porn pee is what you would say yes Okay, yes, so. I, I would testify this in a court of law that, yes, if if you're seeing, like, the gushing fountain of pee, especially if, like, they're whacking at it, you know, and they, like, do that, like, a DJ diddles on their pussy, yeah. and all of a sudden, <laughs> you, you DJ know? Yes, it's a fucking waterfall, like, it's a pipe burst in their body yeah she's talking about that she's talking about the long distance squirt across the room like from the (laughs) opening of the movie the dirt with motley Crue, Mm -hmm. where the the chick is spraying across the entire room yeah 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 that that's a result of direct preparation um so i've seen a lot of interesting stuff like that i've seen a lot of ways people kind of prepare uh and i've seen like a lot of people have not so sexy situations happen to them luckily no crazy horror stories well, Romy, we're, we're going to wrap things up. And before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug or say that you got going on or any thoughts? Um, well, my thoughts, you know, one day at a time, fellas. That's, that's the way I look at it. You know, <laughs> I've never been an alcoholic, but I believe 
in that saying. I feel like that's the way we should all live our lives. One day at a time, enjoy it for what it is. I'm going to be feature dancing at Polecats in Houston in July. I believe it's the second weekend in July, but I'll keep you updated on that. And I will definitely uh, try to find you guys or like send me the details and we will link some stuff up for your awards in Vegas. I love that you used to go to Vegas. Oh, we're going to be all over that as soon as I hang up the phone with you. But uh, Romy, thank you so much for spending time with us and uh, getting to know us and us getting to know you. It was an absolute pleasure. And uh, you're always always welcome back on this show if you ever want to promote anything. And uh, I really hope to see you in Vegas at Expo the second week of August. Please, yeah. Send me the details, and we will confirm it and finalize. But no, it's lovely. I love talking about sex with boys. Good time. Awesome. Me too. (laughs) We appreciate it. Honestly, you learn so much about your friends this way. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Romy Ray. Thanks, Romy. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Bye, Romy. We'll be right back after this where I unleash this week's parody track. Stay tuned. The Cadillac Lounge in Rhode Island is a party inside of a party. This club books feature entertainment and has the best events in Rhode Island. Check out thecadillaclounge.com for upcoming events or to join a winning team. Cadillac Lounge is on the Planet Platypus Top Entertainment Clubs list for 2019. This club is a must-see. If you're in the New England area, check out thecadillaclounge.com. Don't be late to the party. Rick's Cabaret, it's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickscabaret.com for all your entertainment needs. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> really, Josh? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You know that final segment? I get to I get to unleash my tracks. That's what you I get do. Exci- you do. That's I get excited. And there's a reason to be excited this week. <laughs> Great show. I mean, uh, they... Romy Rain, man. Yeah, Romy Rain's awesome. I think we're all smitten. A little smitten, and I I, I more want to be her friend than anything. I just think she's a cool chick, you yeah, know, she's like a very cool chick. Somebody I'd like to hang out with uh, outside of the business. I mean, just. I'd love to pick her brain over some uh, tofu in California somewhere, you know? Bro, she fucks people in a Wonder Woman costume. You know I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a tough sell. I mean, uh, you know, I know there's some podcasts out there that don't do any research or homework. They just kind of throw (laughs) something together. Yeah, you went the extra mile this time. But this week, we really put in the the time and effort to uh, do some studying and uh, got to know uh, her a little bit. And she was easy to... uh, get things out of i mean just like much like rochelle i mean rochelle's easy because we know her we didn't know uh romy at all and she was just like right in there that was fantastic yeah she was great but you know who we really know you know who we really really know jeb gerald that's who we really really know and jeb (laughs) gerald had a lot to say last week about the charting yeah you know i mean we debuted uh Dave Manick's Pink Shirt song last week. That, and the Bobby Mack remix. And the Bobby Mack remix, which was fantastic. And we guilted Josh into charting. And, and exactly. Yeah, I want a precursor to this 
by saying, I did submit a chart this month before all these pandas start sending me death threats. And shit. <laughs> right, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, maybe Bobby Mack should kind of give a little backstory as to why we're where we're at right now. So this this all took place on last week's show during middle and after last week's show. And Bobby, give us a little backstory as to why Josh wrote a song about Jeb Gerald this week. Okay, so first my boy Josh was all like, yo, I don't chart. And then Jeb was like, no, man, you got to chart. It's important. And Josh, and Josh was like, bro, I used to break into the, the music industry, yo, and it's not, not, they don't give a fuck about you, yo. And Jeb was like, oh, but we got this other shit going on that you need to be part of. And Josh was like, nah, I really don't. And Jeb was like, oh, you really do. And then Elon Fong come up and they're like, see, I'm talking, my boy Jeb is saying what I'm talking about. And then Josh was like, all right, y'all, I got y'all, but no. And then we come in and we're like, Josh, why? And Josh was like, this is why. And we're like, no. Josh, no, you gotta do it. And Josh's like, fuck y'all, I'll do it. And then Jeb is like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I guess the translation for that would be that um, there were words back and forth about right. charting. Right. I had expressed some, a certain opinion about the charting that I didn't feel like it was necessary or useful in any particular way. At any rate, I did receive. A couple of messages. <laughs> I got to hear this. I got a letter from Jeb and, a, and, a, and then a follow-up angry letter from Elon Fong. And maybe I should uh, play those for you right now. You going to read the letter? Yeah, let's read the okay. letter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, this... This is Jeb talking to me now. Okay. All right. So to make that clear. This is Jeb. Here's what he had to say. Dear Josh, I tagged you, but you still ain't charting. I smoke a lot of pop, man, so I hope I ain't forgotten. But Elon Fong and Danny double-checked and never got him. There could have been a mix-up with the website here or something. It only takes a minute just to jot your top ten favorites. All the pandas do it, man. I don't get why you hate it. I said I'm disappointed and I meant it. I ain't sorry. Half the chart is artists. No one knows but Bob Chaparty. I tried to get us discounts from the biggest record companies. They never answer back, though. At least Danny Myers loves me. Now that I'm a manager, I'm still the panda mascot. Out here in Colorado, I get mistaken for a Sasquatch. But anyways, how's life? I heard you moved down to Miami. I used to be a DJ, man. I hope you get to hear me. I hope you do the right thing and contribute. Like I said, hit me back. Just a chat. Let's be friends. Jeb. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, you know, I thought that was, you know, it was nice. You know, he was just trying to reach out right, and ask me to chart. And I still hadn't yet at that point. Uh-huh. And so then I got a follow-up letter. And uh, it was very angry. Wow. And so this is the second letter I got. Here we go. Mr. I'm too good to chart a fucking song We talked to Jeb already, but now this is Elon Fong Remembering New Orleans at the expo on the boat I snatched the microphone out of your hand when you were hoax It looked like you were bombing, so I saved you with my voice And I screamed, motherfuckers, let me hear you make some noise And everyone stared at me and said, who the fuck is that? And then to top it all off, you got yelled at by Platt And then you lost a DJ of the year award to me and now in charge to do, I always tag you constantly. I try to do this nicely, but you didn't want to listen. I heard Jeff Jarrell wants to make a diss track, that's his mission. 
didn't send a charter and that's a crime, you should be fired. I'll kick you out of Panda Man, that's word to Danny Myers. Now, 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 wait a minute, Elon, why are you bringing me? <laughs> I'm trying to stay professional, but this fuckboy don't want none of this smoke. Panda motherfuckers. Top 20. Wow. I recognize, bitches. <laughs> Oh yeah, my the, god. Yeah, the cameo at the end. Danny Woo! Myers hit the cameo. That at the end. is two weeks in a row of fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. Oh, so yeah. So I charted. When, once I got that angry letter, I had to chart. So I did. I, I did submit a chart for everybody that, that is, you know, you could stop bothering. You did me. chart. I did. Holy you know shit. You know what makes me angry, Josh? <laughs> <What's that? laughs> the fact that you're so fucking talented. And then this asshole over here to my right, he he puts these pictures up every week. Though, <laughs> so great, showing off unbelievable talent. I'm oh, starting. I, I'm starting to feel like I don't have any talent because you guys are just shining right now. Shining. Oh man, calm you, down. You're the only one in the room with fucking trophies right now. So <laughs> whatever, <laughs> man. We'll let guys, you know when we get there. You guys yeah. are carrying the show. Oh, I mean, I know, kudos to you, Bro, Josh. Josh. I'm going to have to yeah. get a funeral director on speed dial because I'm fucking dying yeah. every week now. <laughs> so maybe next week we'll do something uh, a little more positive. Instead of like always trying to like attack people, maybe we'll do something like with the feature of the year nominees or something. We'll do like a little, a little something like that. Something positive. I don't know. By the way, that Bob Chia party line is fucking <laughs> floored me. <laughs> you motherfucker. That floored oh, me. Man. Floored yeah. me. And shout out to Bob. He's great. Oh, Bob's great. He's Concrete great. marketing. We love yeah. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's great. Yes. But that was funny. Yeah. Uh, even Bob would laugh at that. Yeah. That was funny. Okay. Damn, man. That's yeah. great. So now, what do you think? Josh could do something positive. He wants to do well, something. Well, I'm saying we got, the, we got the nominees now. So right. maybe we could do something like just give a shout out to everybody or, you know, this, that doesn't always have to be something talking shit. You or know. who maybe who got left out like a uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> here we go right what? back to the shit okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna when we release the the exclusive on who was nominated you know there's gonna be some salty people right. that are gonna have a lot to say yeah and maybe that'll be a little fuel for the fire I don't know you're gonna have to just stay tuned tune in next week and see what kind of what kind of fire we bring hmm. so something along the lines of uh, the war maybe yeah we should do something about that you know we'll we'll, we'll uh We'll play it by ear. We'll see what happens in the, in the days to come with the, when the when the uh, info is released. Wow! With a shout out to Romy Rain's ass somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere we got to shout out Romy Rain. <laughs> but no salt. I like that. No salt is next mm -hmm. week's theme. Yeah, that's amazing. We're gonna do a low sodium track. Low sodium. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, uh, Josh. Phenomenal. I Great. mean, seriously, phenomenal. Good. Glad, glad job. you guys enjoyed that. It's it, it's it, to me. I'm in awe at the fact that when I talked to you Saturday, so Saturday night slash Sunday morning, yeah. you hadn't even written anything. I just down did yet. this this morning before you guys got Jesus. here. <laughs> because last night I had plans. I was, you know, I was just kind of got busy this week and, and I had some guests and stuff. So I actually banged this out this morning before you guys got here. I spent 24 hours on the Romy interview. You spent 24 hours watching Romy on YouPorn uh, <laughs> and calling it research. Bro, I didn't watch one freaking porno. I was just like... I watched look, several. I was, just looking, <laughs> I was just looking for any information about her that yeah. might be interesting in an interview. Yeah, which I do. Uh, when I used to have the girls come and feature at the club, I would always kind of look for that stuff like you were bringing up, so things that happened early in their career or prior to their porn career. I was always looking for that kind of stuff to bring up 
you know, on the mic sometimes just to kind of like you need something to to say before they get out on yeah, stage. Yeah, you never like, you never know yeah. too. Some girls are outgoing and some girls are a little more reserved. And not knowing her, I didn't know what to expect. Right, so, you want to gather as much info. Yeah, as you can, and, so you and can, get her yeah. comfortable quick. Yeah. So maybe she knocked you get it some, out of the park. She man. was amazing. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Great yeah. guest. Yeah. Great show. I mean, uh, D- Dave Manick was fantastic, and congratulations to all of the the nominees for this year's uh, uh, 2019 uh, ED Publications Award season. Um, we're having the convention at the Planet Hollywood, and uh, a lot of. I mean, talk about a theme. There were some superstars on those lists, man. Yeah, yeah great lineup um, this year. And know, don't forget to log on and vote at the edawards.com. That's yeah. right. That's right. And. Uh, you know, support all of our sponsors here for Planet Platypus. And, uh, you know, and if you're from the South or any market, you should definitely vote for Tootsie's because it's a great club. It <laughs> yeah. really is. I yes. had to throw that in there. Yes. Um, but, uh, Bobby, any any last words, Any anything you want to hit up before we end the show? Uh, if you're looking for good graphics or flyers for your club, make sure you hit me up on Mac Art Designs. Which I heard that certain people have hit Bobby up from our last show, which is great because that means people are listening. Yeah, one of our sponsors, <laughs> actually, is, the, uh, the Cadillac Lounge. Hit, hit Bobby up for some artwork, and uh, we got to see some proofs that he was working on. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I talked to Brian over there, the GM, and he was very pleased. He said it's phenomenal work, very slick graphics, and uh, and definitely looking forward Look, to it. Look, I'll say this about my brother, Bobby. Bobby is a phenomenal artist. And what sets Bobby aside from anyone else who does graphic arts for um, any type of advertising for your brand is that Bobby understands two things. He understands the artwork and he understands our industry. And he put those two things together and it's magical. And he also understands how the social media in our circle works as well. So um, reach out uh, to, uh, what is it, Bobby at Mac Art Design? No, just go to Facebook. Mac Art Designs, and I'm I'm the big red page there. Go to the there big red page, um, private message Bobby, and, and thank you, Bobby. For, for I appreciate equal, what no, you said. I, I mean that. I mean you're 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 such a phenomenal talent. The way Josh is with putting these songs together, <laughs> um, you are ten times uh, as talented putting together um, the, the imaging work for Planet Platypus for all all the, all these years. Um, I've seen you do it with the clubs you've been affiliated with. And uh, I'll say this to everyone in the industry, you'd be stupid not to at least consult or try to get Bobby to do your imaging if you don't have somebody currently. Um, You need it. It's a big part of uh, business in our industry. And uh, Bobby Mack, there is no better. Thank you so much, brother. Josh, any parting words? Uh, Yeah, if you're in the Miami area, you want to come party with me on July 18th, I'll be hosting the Throwback Party at Playmates. And we're down there in Coral Gables. We're going to be giving away some very cool prizes, including some big TVs. It's going to be a great time. So if you want to come out on and party with me, it's going down Thursday, July 18th at Playmates Club. And this is your second one, right, that you're doing? Uh, with we, the... did, we did a few uh, uh, events like this. We did around Christmas time. We did yeah, one. Yeah, we did always... another customer appreciation. Every couple of months, we like to show appreciation to the people that come back every week and, 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 and support us and our girls. And, and so we, we like to give back. So come on down. We're giving away some cool stuff. You could walk away a big wiener that would be awesome and i've got one thing to plug annie lane is coming to tootsies third of july weekend 
uh, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of July, nine shows. And uh, she's going to be doing some aerial hoop type stuff at uh, Tootsie's on the main stage. She also has uh, volunteered to enter herself in the hot dog eating contest yes. on the 3rd of July. <laughs> but on the 3rd of July, which is Wednesday uh, Wednesday night, we're doing our beach party. Um, and uh, M2, who's a DJ there, and I will be working that night. And we're currently fighting on what outfits to wear. I want... Uh, him to wear a costume, and he doesn't necessarily want to wear the what costumes. Is this Fourth of July, want. you talking? Well, it's a it's our beach party, so okay. it's a beach theme. Okay. So I thought since we had a hot dog contest that I I would dress up as a hamburger and he could dress up as a hot dog That'd and we could fun. run around the club. <laughs> he fun. he did not like that idea. <laughs> a red, white, and blue speedo. He's he's known for uh, M two has the shark costume that he likes to wear. Okay, he was thinking about that, but I had to remind him it's going to be 110 degrees that day probably not the best so i think we're going to end up going like baywatch and we're both going to be david hasselhoff in like okay. lifeguard shorts I think be, that's what we're going to do that's adorable <laughs> but that's pretty much where we're at but right. uh yeah annie lane at tootsies uh july 3rd 4th and 5th yeah so josh take us home yeah man all right so thanks for tuning in everybody we'll see you next time right here on the planet platypus shit show extravaganza We have landed on the planet It's been a long time We should have never left us stranded But we standing on the front line Prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you The voice of the people